Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here to talk about the latest Hugh Jackman thriller that just hit HBO Max, and that is Reminiscence. So this movie follows the character of Nick Bannister, a private investigator of the mind, who navigates the alluring world of the past when his life is changed by a new client named May. A simple case becomes an obsession after she disappears, and he fights to learn the truth about her. So this just came out on HBO Max. They're doing that 31-day release window type thing that they've been doing with their last uh, couple of big releases. And I've been trying to catch these as many times as I can. You know, I've definitely missed some here or there, but I've been watching as many of them as I feel really interests me. Um, Even if it's not something where I'm like, I have to see that. It's just like, it's new, it's free, makes my job a lot easier in terms of this. I don't have to go out to the theater and pay for the ticket and go through all that rigmarole. I can just sit down and watch it from the comfort of my own home. So I've been trying to kind of support that. I know that there is pros and cons in both ways. And a lot of people are really split about whether or not they think that this whole release model is a good thing. I am of the opinion that it's a pretty cool option and I would appreciate if it continued to be a thing. So I kind of like to support it and stuff. And, and and while this one didn't really grab me in any particular way, I did still think it looked cool enough that I uh, could check it out. You know, it was a good one that we could just throw on and uh, and just, you know, relax for like two hours or whatever. And I think that if you watch the trailer, you kind of about know what you're going to get. After seeing the movie, I think the trailer doesn't really oversell it or undersell it. I think the trailer kind of tells you exactly what you're going to get. If you are in these type of high concept thriller slash action movies with like some kind of weird sci-fi twist, then I think you'd be into this. And if these are the kind of movies that turn you off, then I don't think this is really for you. I think this is sort of existing in the subgenre that Inception created of like uh, what I just said, like the thriller with kind of some weird sci-fi bend to it. And this in, in a lot of like plot ways actually does share a lot of similarities to Inception. You got the central mystery around uh, an old lover who has uh, killed herself, it turns out, which obviously you don't find that out until later in the movie, but it's still, that element is still there. And the main character is being kind of driven to a point where he's hurting himself to be to relive these memories and stuff. And he's breaking the rules that he sets out for other people. And uh, it's becoming a problem. And his friends are trying to try to intervene. Um, you get the whole thing of like a special device that you use to enter people's minds and figure out the answers to certain things. Like they use it in a police investigation in this movie and stuff like that. And it's like a very specific and delicate procedure and everything. And it's, kind of blending the lines between reality and, uh, and the, like, I guess this isn't dreams. This is like actual memories, but you know, reality and like the mind creation, that kind of thing. So there is a lot of stuff that I found very similar in this. And I would say it doesn't do it quite as well, but there is still a lot about it that I liked. Um, I, at first I was kind of disappointed by the fact that they didn't really do too much with the idea that the world has been basically flooded. Uh, I didn't really feel like there was a lot to that idea like they didn't really run with it at first everything still kind of seemed like the way our world is except that there's more water i guess and i think a lot of that comes down to it doesn't really seem that deep uh for me it's weird that if you can just keep if you can just walk through the majority of places with like just uh you know big puddles on uh, along the streets it's like well that's kind of 
you know, that kind of defeats the purpose like of, of putting it in there. I've done that before. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't really feel like it's that big of a difference, but there are scenes where they do take better advantage of it. I think when you get to like the nightclubs and like the, the different buildings and stuff that are only accessible via boat and, um, there's like taxi that's a boat and like that kind of stuff. It's basically like Venice, but more Americanized. I think that's a cool uh, juxtaposition there. You know, it's not something that you're used to seeing. And I think they do a good job with that. Once it gets later in the movie, I also really liked that you realize throughout the course of the film that everything happens at night and actually day is when people sleep and like um, don't, they don't do anything really during the day. It's just a kind of a nocturnal city. I think that's a really interesting idea. And uh, I liked how they, they played with that. It kind of gives it more of a noir look to it. Cause you have more of like the darkness and the neon and stuff. And it's not like, like a huge difference or anything but by any means of like a, a normal action film of this ilk you know it's it's certainly not anything as vibrant or stylish as like gunpowder milkshake which i reviewed recently but it does still add and a little bit of an extra layer to this to make it uh just stand out a little bit more and I also, I really, really liked, I think this is my favorite part in terms of them taking advantage of the setting they'd created for themselves. I liked the uh, kind of the rich area of the city where they had dammed themselves in and they had like built this beautiful green paradise. Uh, everything that goes on in there is is very weird and like kind of disturbing. And uh, it, it sort of confused me a little bit about how often they're doing this weird replication of like the date that the girl and that guy went on and like, is she doing this all day? Does she ever leave here? Uh, I was kind of unclear about the specifics of that. I don't think you're supposed to think about it too much, but I did like the, the way that's all done. It's kind of creepy and the whole like harsh difference between what it's like there and like the, the greenery and the beautiful white and uh, like tall buildings and everything's pristine and there's no water and then you get to the other city and it's like, it's dark, it's dingy, it's wet everywhere. It's like that, that is a cool, uh, contrast that they draw there. I thought that was the coolest moment of them, like taking advantage of, uh, that plot device of the flooding. I really liked, uh, a lot of how they get creative with the, the memory stuff, the, the way they, they shoot it and kind of make it seem more dreamlike in a lot of moments was pretty well done. And there's a lot of times where it's sort of, uh, unclear when you're slipping in and out of a memory. I thought that that was pretty well done and can kind of pull the wool over your eyes a few times throughout the course of the movie where you're like, wait, what? And then you realize that it's a memory they're reliving. I liked, uh, how they use it in the police investigation. I mentioned that briefly earlier, but I think that's a really cool idea. And I like how they, they do that. Uh, I, I also like the narration throughout the course of the movie. At first I kind of thought it was lazy. Normally when you hear narration, it's not a good sign, especially in a movie like this, where you hear narration right off the bat. Oftentimes that means that either they put the movie together and they realized, oh shit, this doesn't make any sense. And if we don't add something at the beginning to explain this, people are going to be really confused. Or it means that they did do a, a good enough job of 
uh, explaining everything, but you just kind of have to think about it. And that the studio kind of got cold feet, decided that, well, people might be too dumb, so we should give them all the answers right ahead of time, which is never a good form of storytelling. It pretty much shoots any mystery or suspense that would be in your movie in the foot. Um, like for instance, Darkman, that's a very good example of that. Or no, not Darkman, I'm sorry. Um, Dark City, which is when they basically spoil everything in the front, in like in the very beginning of the movie. I can't remember if, if it's actually narration or if it's like a, like a wall of text or something, but that's an instance where it's like, you know, that's kind of a bad sign and that shouldn't be in there. And that's, that's kind of what I was worried about here. I was like, oh no, is this like a pretty shitty movie that they felt like they had to put narration over? Otherwise it wouldn't make sense. And it ends up actually being pretty clever. And I liked how they used it throughout the course of the movie. And they don't really ever forget about it, which is something that I, th I thought was uh, was well done. I like that it's not just bookended by it, that the narration actually continues through the whole movie. And there's a lot of parts where it is pretty clever and uh, his insights can be like genuinely valuable and kind of add to the film. So I think that that was all well done. It was a choice I wasn't super on board with at first, but I think as the movie progressed, I just got a little bit more in tune with what they were going for. And I thought that was pretty well done. Um yeah, so overall, I think this was uh, a pretty solid movie. Um, it, it's not like anything really above average. They're not breaking any conventions or like really revolutionizing anything that would be like, if you don't like types of movies like this, it doesn't matter. Still go see it. Uh, trans it transcends genre or whatever. Like, I'm never going to say that. Um, I think it is a perfectly fine example of this type of movie. And if you like it, then you'll probably enjoy this well enough. If not, I don't think there's really much here for you. It's, it's not much beyond that. But I thought it was an enjoyable enough way to spend like two hours. Hugh Jackman is a very captivating actor. He's very good at playing pretty much any character that's thrown his way. So he's obviously going to have great screen, screen presence and make this enjoyable. Um, I really like Rebe Rebecca for Ferguson and every, anything I have seen her in. So I thought she was good in this as well, as always. Um, Katie Newton, also very good. So it's got a lot of good players in this, and I think that they make the movie entertaining along with all the other stuff that you got going on. So I would say this is enjoyable enough, um, a solid kind of mid-tier movie. And if you have HBO, it's free. Who cares? I think it's uh, fine enough for that. So yeah, I'd say about middle of the road on this one. All right, before I get out of here, I want to say that I am grateful for uh, a very nice drive today. Uh, I was driving to go to the library to return a movie that I didn't end up watching, um, and then I was going to get gas while I was there in town, and uh, it was just a very beautiful time to go for a drive. And I was behind this slow-ass Toyota minivan, so I was really taking the time to enjoy that ride. Uh, it was just like a, a good part of the afternoon where like the sun was at a good spot and everything is so pretty and uh, all the corn is all grown like everywhere. Uh, so you're like surrounded by corn constantly and it's just like a, a cool feeling. And there's a certain road that's kind of near my house where... Uh, you drive by and you get like a nice view of like the quarry and like all the fields and everything. And it's, it's just like a really good view. And so I was, uh, I was really just taken by that today and I'm grateful for, uh, the opportunity to just have that drive at that time and enjoy it. 
All right, you know the drill. Rate, review, subscribe, or forget your podcast. Five stars is super helpful. After that, you can go ahead and tell a friend about the show if you think they would enjoy it. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread the word about this podcast. So thank you if you've done all that, and thank you in advance if you're going to. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. That's the most important thing that you do for me. And yeah, until next time, no such thing as a happy ending. All endings are sad, especially if the story was happy. Peace.